When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Sticking with the plan, question mark, Tom Brady. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you sticking with your plan to retire? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. 12 is, he's back, back. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer Rick Strauss. Still to come, former NFL executive Mike Tannenbaum. Plus, from AMC's The Walking Dead, actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Coming up, we've got brackets. We're going to take a look at them on this program and uh it's the first full day of nfl allowing to talk with each other type of free agency um and some moves have already been made including a big one to discuss chris brockman good to see you in your position hey, sir what's up brother dj mikey d is in d's nuts hey, Rich. <laughs> and tj jefferson in uh, in his spot as hey, well yeah. um and you in yours we appreciate you checking us out uh here on the rich eisen show on peacock sirius xm channel 85 odyssey this rich eisen show terrestrial radio affiliate for those of us who are listening to our podcast uh we appreciate it and uh, we say hello to you right now and uh, those who do not uh, listen to our podcast, what gives? Um, go to our uh, podcast you? page at Cumulus Podcast Network. There's a, a handful of podcasts, including the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. It's done every single week with uh, Chris Brockman and TJ Jefferson and our call screener, Adam Chudwin. Um, my wife, my wife, my Susie wife. Schuster, yeah. is now hosting Just Getting Started, the Origin podcast. Her first two guests were Jeffrey Ross and Nick Muhammad, uh, the Roastmaster General, and... Uh, Nate the Great from um, Ted Lasso fame. She uh, her, her next one drops on Wednesday with Stephen A. Smith, who she's known longer than uh, than I have. So uh, check that all out on our Cumulus Podcast Network. So the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those quarterback needy teams, right? They are. I was on our quarterback carousel, right? Time. Quarterback uh, needy teams. We identified a handful of quarterback needy teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those teams, and they have done what, Chris Brockman? What's just happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, according to everyone, the Steelers have reached an agreement on a two-year deal with Mitch Trubisky. There you go. Mitchell. 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 Come on. Come on, man. Mitchell. Former number two overall pick. Going to Pittsburgh to be the successor to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, everybody. Um, Two reasons why um, he is a a happy camper right now. Uh, Number one is uh, his Pro Football Hall of Fame induction date no longer is going to be shared with Tom Brady. (laughs) Think about that. Do you think that Ben 
Yes. Scratched Brady like a ten million dollar check to play one more year. <laughs> I don't know uh, if, the, if that's a cap violation of any sort. So uh, I would I would doubt I'd say I doubt that. All right. um, but uh, and then the next gift is when somebody leaves. Look, um, everybody's a, a you know a fan of their the team that they've been a part of for a long time, and they wish no ill will. Um, <laughs> but you know anybody who leaves a spot where they've been a long time and has an affinity for that spot, whether you have uh, left of your own volition or not, you just part of you. And, and again, uh, I, this, this might reveal my own pettiness, but part of you wants the person who follows you to prove <laughs> your worth. Factual. All right. You just want that person. You don't want, you don't want him to struggle per se. But just to show, you know, what the team is in fact losing. Missing. Yes, you're right. Okay. Right? <laughs> and you also don't want to be the guy after the guy. That's a tough spot. You want to be the guy who went after the guy who was after the guy. Like you want that spot too. But that's if you're entering a situation. Um so Ben Roethlisberger today upon the news that the first starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, most likely, you got to say that, um, after his departure, after Ben Roethlisberger's departure, the fact that this person is Mitchell Trubisky has got to um, bring a little bit of joy into Big Ben's life. Don't want to put my pettiness into him. I don't. (laughs) But these are facts. You think Ben is sitting at home going, yes. Just like a little fist pump? Just a little bit. I mean, a little one. I, I, honestly, you just ask, you know, in a, in a, if you hook Breeze up to sodium pentothal for a moment, ask him how he thought the quarterback situation of the New England, the New Orleans Saints went. Ask Brady. What do you think? Do you think Brady, after leaving New England, you know part of him was just like, yeah, you see, you see what you missed? While he won a Super Bowl. But just removing the pettiness and talking football aside. Um, look, Mike Tomlin said he wanted mobility at the position. He, he wanted some agility at the position. He wanted somebody who can move around. And Mitchell Trubisky can do that. That is for sure. That is for sure. And we will now see. What it was, what what it was in Chicago. Was it a Nagy problem? Was it a Trubisky problem that Nagy lost his job over because they had to draft somebody new and then the team kind of lost patience and figured Nagy wasn't the guy? And then we'll find out, maybe, if Trubisky does have a new lease on life and, an, and a ceiling, I'm curious to see what the numbers are. I thought he was going to get paid, but a two-year deal makes it seem to me he's not going to get a bank broken. And then again, it just shows you that Pittsburgh just needs to get something going here to try and get somebody who has some experience, somebody who does have upside, somebody who does know how to succeed in cold weather games, which Mitchell Trubisky has shown, and can potentially succeed at the position but what this tells me is 
Pittsburgh is still going to draft a quarterback in the first round. That's what this, this does not at all mean that somebody's not coming because somebody who's coming isn't ready to play right now. And a two-year deal with Mitchell Trubisky shows let's kick the can down the road a bit. Joe Manganiello, our friend, the actor, diehard Steeler fan, pointed out no reason to go make a big swing at quarterback. We're not ready to do that right now. We need to take our medicine. We need to rebuild that line. We need to rebuild this team. This shows that the Steelers are fully aware of that and making a two-year deal for Mitchell Trubisky, who I hope has a significant upside. I've heard nothing but good things about him. He's been on the show a couple of times, right? Good guy, good person. Good things should happen to those folks. And having an opportunity to start again in this league for the Pittsburgh Steelers is something that is a good thing to happen to a good person. But I would uh, counsel Steelers fans to prepare themselves for said medicine. That is coming because unless Trubisky has radically improved and used those mental reps to get rid of the inconsistencies that Bears fans found maddening. This move for the moment has a whiff of brister to it. Little bit of the bubby. (laughs) Shooting you straight. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. And they could potentially have a look. This guy could have maybe a little bit of the Maddox as well. You draft somebody in the first round. You don't expect to have to start right now because he's from a smaller school a la Miami of Ohio. You are forced to go to said first round draft choice. And the guy turns into a generationally great player. That could happen as well. Happened before, could happen again. But I think 20th overall, Steelers select a quarterback. That's what this looks like to me. And Trubisky is the old stopgap with an upside that you never know. That will be a good problem to have. You draft yourself a quarterback in the first round, and Trubisky shows he's pretty good. Yeah. That's my two cents on that. On a cheap two-year prove-it deal? There you go. Or inexpensive. Let's do him right. Let's do him direct. But he's not going to the Giants. He's not going. What do the Colts do now? Is that the Jimmy G spot? Think so? I still think Matt Ryan could could get moved. I don't know about that. They re, they rearranged his salary cap number. That's such a huge number, dude. Who's going to take that on? Huge. Who's going to take that on? Indianapolis going to take that? Could be a post June one, like we said. The number goes know. down a little bit. That's a large maneuver. I have no idea what Atlanta's going to do, but they did make some sort of cap friendly number. Yeah. There. Restructure. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Jeff in Detroit, let's take his call. What's up, Jeffrey? How you been? What's going on, Uncle Rich? Now, to my opinion, man, I think Giselle had more to do with time going back than anything. <laughs> he probably signed them up for a couple classes, taught her, you know, now that I'm retired, I get up at 4.30 in the morning to train. We can train together, dear. Uh, Bruce, <laughs> he'll be back in the facility come Monday. And... <clears throat> Listen, uh, I got to apologize because I honestly thought that he wasn't coming back. I said, what else does the man need? What else uh, What else is there for him to do? But when the passion just burns within you to play a sport at a high level and to be the greatest, I mean, there's nothing else that you can do. The man was made to play football. That's it. And, I mean, I guess that's what's going to happen. Unfortunately, I lost to a bet to a friend of mine. Got to get up at 530 in the morning. On the morning of his choosing, 
to go take him breakfast, wash his car, and fill his gas tank. And this was before gas prices were up. <laughs> what? Because you said he wasn't coming back and your friend said he yeah, was? I said, no. He, he said, man, Brady is coming back. I'm telling you. I said, you know what? Rich Eisen said the same thing. I don't uh, think the man is coming back. He's too famous. What has he got to come back for? Brady's coming back. He called me up. I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. So, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, and you're absolutely right, man. Once, if that passion is burning within you, and it's nothing else that you can do about it, it's the itch that has to be scratched. So, so, so uh, do you get uh, a day grace period, or can he call you at five fifteen yeah, in the morning to so get over? Yeah, he called me the night before. Okay. So he says it could be in April, it could be in June, it could be on a cold, rainy morning. He said, I could get out there and wash this truck in the rain. Oh, a truck? To see me wash it. He said, I have to do it manually, too, mind you. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> oh, no. And I mean, that, that, what is that? So the gas tank on that thing. Oh. I was about to say, I was about to say, oh. I was about to say, so breakfast, oh. car wash, whatever you would value yes. your, your services in that regard, and then the fill up of a tank. What was that about two hundred dollars? I go from Jeffrey J E F F R E Y to the G E O F F R E Y. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's a thirty gallon tank. So that's right? so that's thirty gallon tank. Was that two hundred fifty three hundred dollar? Uh, oh, yeah. right that's, that's the L. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Jeff, in Detroit. Thank you. I don't know if this. this <laughs> I got I don't know if this has the same intensity, uh, <laughs> but you know, it also takes a loss. Our our, our TB twelve heat check segment. Uh. We had it all set up. We finally we, had a drop we, man. We, 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 came up, we came up with it last week out of nowhere. I plead the fifth. It's time for a TB12 heat check. I so have that's, so we it's have amazing. That thing got a drop. So. I didn't even use it. So wait a minute. So, but you didn't let me call for it. I'm sorry, it. Rich. I'm sorry. But, and we created, we created a graphic too for it. We got a graphic too oh. for it. We had it. Oh. What we got? Okay. Now, what, let's see. The, you got the graphic? One came up to it. I plead the fifth. It's time for a TB12 heat check. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's a, it's a liar, an RE liar. Sorry, Mike, in the back. Hoskins, it's beautiful. Was, was that a Smitch thing, too? Is that Smitch or you, Hoskins? That's amazing. Oh, Hoskins worked. That is amazing. That's probably... Oh, man. At least, Mike, if you worked on it over the weekend, uh, at least you're not the guy who bought the half-million-dollar football over the weekend. Yeah. You're not, right? <laughs> okay. That took okay, a couple hours. So oh, man. We had the... Oh. That's the incredible. graphic set up. We had the, the drop, the audio drop. Oh, man. Come on, Tom. We could have gotten a whole bunch of segments out of it. At least Aaron Rodgers waited summer and spring and summer for us last year, right? I don't even know what an audio drop is. There you go. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's, ch- Bill's chiming in. Bill's oh, man. Ooh. Poor Jeff in Detroit. What's what just happened? Ooh, what do you got? Oh. Something happened? Oh. Uh, Quandre Diggs, three-year deal, forty million to uh, stay in Seattle. Okay. Uh, when are we getting the 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 JC Jackson going to the Los Angeles Chargers uh, announcement? When's that one coming? <laughs> you think that's coming? Oh yes, I do. Derwin James tweeted out the googly eyes this morning. Oh, wow. Why else would he do that? Oh. He's gonna get mad paid, JC Jackson. Well, I mean Jackson and Dur- oh, I shouldn't say it yet, but I got that one all set up in terms of my analysis of that. Uh, as you know, I believe the Chargers are going all in on that. Yeah. Question is, is who's going to make a move in free agency first? The Jets or the Yankees? <laughs> I'm waiting on both right now. You made a trade over the weekend. Trade. It's a trade. It's a I'm trade. talking about yeah. taking okay. those Steinbrenner dollars Cash and handing sleeping. it over. Using your ultimate, 
your ultimate advantage over all these other teams, minus the Dodgers, maybe the Red Sox. Matthew Judon just tweeted to Bobby Wagner to call him. Yeah, man. <laughs> I would tweet it. Should I do the same thing? Tweet, tweet to Bobby well. Wagner? <laughs> Did Judon do that? <laughs> yeah, just Hold now. On. And Rich, you just brought up baseball a second ago. This is something that Brockman brought my attention to. My favorite baseball player, Pete Alonzo of the oh, Mets, this is crazy. was doing an interview at spring training, Rich. He revealed that yesterday someone ran a red light, T-bowed him, and his car flipped over three times, and he had to kick his windshield out. I heard that. To get out of his but car. he's okay, though, right? He seems okay, okay he but seems okay. I'm telling you what, man. As someone who's been t- shook, yeah. Oh, yeah. As someone who's been T-boned before, it's scary because you see it coming. And there's nothing, nothing you can, can do. do. And plus, you know, he's there in practice. He's saying he feels good. But, I mean, mine was nine, ten years ago. And I still have back problems to this day. So I think he, hopefully he takes some time to make sure his body's right. Because you can't get hit like that, flip over three times, and just walk away like you're okay. That's it just crazy. It's not how your body works. Well, I hope he's okay. He's looked all right. He so. looks fine. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Mike Tannenbaum will join us, longtime general manager in this league, to give us some heads and tails over what's going on um, in uh, free agency. Did you send a tweet? I did. from uh, <laughs> Well, from the show account saying, call Rich Eisen, too. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Judon is adding Allen Robinson, asking, what you doing? <laughs> Very Joey, very is, Joey. Is shooting his shot right now. You might as well, I mean, right, Chris. You miss hundred percent. You don't take exactly, my man. There you go. <laughs> Alan, Rob, Bobby Wagner, and Allie Ro- and Allen Robinson in New England. Bobby Wagner's come to Dallas. Come on. Why has J.C. Jackson not been moved yet? The code red's been ordered. What's going on? <laughs> He's packed. You're hoping the Patriots just hold on to him. Just, just wait. Let, it, let all the offers come in, and then he'll come back to Bill and say, "Hey, what do you think?" And Bill will be like, "All right." Okay. Are you wearing a Ram shirt? I'm wearing a Ram shirt now. There wow. he is. Yeah, Rockman's. He's, he's a front runner. You know that he's Mister I mean, Georgia Bulldog. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, now he's a Rams fan. By he's the way, a Georgia Bulldog fan. I'll, I'll answer this for you. You don't even have to. He paid. He got I don't care about tickets. that, Mike. How many it games does he go matter. to? He went to more than I did last year. Did you really? Yeah. They have been a season ticket holder since they came back. Since the, since the inception of the L.A. Rams. So, Again, you second, sold more of your tickets secondary market than gone to oh, games. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'll answer I just that don't understand me. how I get I'll all this that. crap about yes, multiple yes. teams and this guy's just getting off scot-free over there. It just Scot-free. I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how this is. I've given you, given you lifelong reasons, heartfelt reasons, my grandmother, things of that nature, and you still try to crap on me. He's eating hats. And yet, he and peanut butter and jelly gets sandwiches. off like, oh, national championship team. They're my favorite. Now the Rams Super Bowl. I'm going to wear a t-shirt. Like, Sir, do you, have a re- not, do you have a retort? Does he not understand how any of this works? Which is what? Yeah, please explain to me, because I guess I don't. It's good for you, but bad for him. <laughs> I, I, I need to have a happy house, and I'm paying money to be a season ticket isn't your, yeah. what, isn't your wife a Falcons fan, though? Or So what? how's the Rams working? Yeah. No. Uh, no. Georgia football. That's yeah. what he's talking about. But the okay. Rams, the Rams is just he. he the Rams. He, he, I just, I'm just a season ticket holder because yeah, yeah, they're. I they came back. That's yeah. just a business. And he knew, and that's he, just he, a business. And business. He need, he's and not a he fan, needed, Rich. And he needed no. a solid way to get Patriots tickets when they come play the Rams. Yes. The problem for him is they came to play the Chargers first. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the problem. See, again, this is my point. My, my All my reasons are heartfelt. His is more financially based. Let's and take you're a break. okay with it. And I, I just, just I got to jump in, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry that this is clearly not going to be handled. As the, uh, as, as the judge, as the sports judge right here, I rule uh, that you both need to just go back to your corners. Thank you. Double over. How dare you? How dare you? When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? Because wow. you really used to think about it all the time. What happened? I say it's time for you and your dream to get back together. You need to think about it. You need to think about living the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around all 423 national park sites, build a mountain cabin with your dad, or maybe most importantly, start your own business. It's really whatever you dream up because it's a Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. I see a 516 number calling in that can only mean one thing. Long Island's finest, Mike Tannenbaum, next. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, longtime general manager of my New York Jets, and then he was a GM of the Miami Dolphins, and now he's one of the best in the business talking about it on television. Joining us here uh, as he's also founding the 33rd Team, a football think tank consisting of former NFL head coaches, GMs, and graduate students. He is Mike Tannenbaum, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Thanks for joining me on such a busy day, Mike. Hey, Rich, great to be with you. What a day, huh? I know, exactly what a day. So when do we, let's just jump right into it here. When do we find out what's going on in Green Bay? Because Roger's contract will inform a lot. When when do we get to see the fine print? Or is it possible that they're still hammering out um, whatever Roger's, uh, the fine print to tweet out 
to say that he's coming back for year 18. What's going on there, do you think? Yeah. I think the deadline's 3.59 on Wednesday because at the start of the league year, so again, just to reset for everybody, today and tomorrow you can have agreement in principles, and we're seeing a lot of news come out, but it's really Wednesday at 4 o'clock when everything becomes official. So for Green Bay, that's when you want to have the maximum cap space. So presumably he will get a massive signing bonus. You know, Rich, it could be 60, 70, somewhere in there, million dollars prorated over five or six years to lower his cap number. That'll give them the ability to hopefully get something done Devontae Adams on a longer-term deal. You know, we saw them get Preston Smith signed, and I'm sure they're going to try to re-sign some of these other guys like a Devondre Campbell or Rasul Douglas. So uh, lots of work to do for Green Bay, but I would think we would know by 4 o'clock on Wednesday. So then what do you think? What's the tea leaves, uh, knowing how you know this works and what Gutekunst might be going through right now? What do you, what do you think of it is, in fact, happening with Green Bay and Rogers' commitment to the team and they to him right now, Mike? So I, I think... You know, if you look at the last four years of Drew Brees' career in New Orleans, they had the best record in the NFL. And basically what they did is they gave a lot of massive signing bonuses, prorated it out so they could lower the cap numbers. And if I'm Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the Packers, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to get that cap number as low as possible in 2022. I'm going to use that excess space, Rich, and I'm going to go sign Campbell, Douglas, maybe try to re-sign Zedaria Smith, who I had to cut. But... I need to know. I'm sure they already know. Even if some of the finer details have to be worked out on Rodgers' deal, I'm sure they already know what the cap number is for this year so they could kind of work around that simultaneously and try to get some of these other deals signed. And how does it complicate things that their star receiver, who their star quarterback is expecting to be there and be happy to be there, and he wants happy to be there, and no doubt is – trying to use whatever um, juice he has within the building to make sure his star receiver is happy and made happy, is saying that he's unhappy with the franchise tag and will not play on it. How does that complicate things, Mike? Sure. That that, that ties back, Rich, to the 4 o'clock on Wednesday, which is they're going to try to, I'm sure, get something done. If they can't by 4 o'clock on Wednesday, the next big date will be July 15th because that's when you can get up until then, a long-term deal done on the franchise tag. So I'm going to work really, really hard with his agent, get in a room and try to get something done by Wednesday at 4. If I can't, then I'm just going to put it off to the side, understand that he wants a long-term deal, understand we want to give him a long-term deal, and I'm going to do everything I can between free agency, the draft, and then come back to it probably right after the July 4th holiday. So what what what's what could change between now and July? Like, what, why can't something get done now? Just because there's too much else going on? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, how... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what's the mechanics there? If, if I'm the player, I may want to wait because I want to see the market. I, so I think it's a pretty easy deal to get done, candidly, based on Mike Williams's reported $20 million a year in charge. You know, he has to be above that. Um, but there may be a receiver or two that goes even higher. So... If I'm Devontae Adams, I may just say, hey, just remember this. I'm not coming in on a one-year deal, and I could sign it on March, whatever, 16th or July 14th, but just make sure you save enough cash and cap for me. And I'm sure he's telling his good friend Aaron Rodgers the same thing. So I actually think in this situation, Rich, time is on Devontae Adams' side. That's his leverage is what you're saying on that front? 100%. Yeah, I want to see the entire market. I want to see every other deal get done that's out there. And I want to take the best of, of everything. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins signed a deal that some will value at $27 million a year. But, you know, there, there's a lot to be, to me, there's a lot to be learned by waiting. If I'm Devontae Adams, knowing that Aaron Rodgers, more than anybody else, will push to get the best deal done for me. 
Mike Tannenbaum here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mike, um, you and I are from New York, so I'm, I'm going to just give this next one in a very New York manner um, that <laughs> might not be fitting of uh, the great um, state of Minnesota, but I will ask it on behalf of Vikings fans as if I'm you know, from New York. What the hell are the Vikings doing, <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum? <laughs> I think about that? there has to be a belief that Kevin O'Connell feels like, hey, I could go win multiple games with Kirk Cousins and – Basically, what you have to think about is, like, if I send him to a one-year extension, that gives me a couple of drafts now to get my footing as a head coach to draft his replacement. I don't think you can win with Kirk Cousins, especially in the NFC, because you think about Stafford and Kyle Murray, Dak Prescott, obviously Rodgers, Brady. I mean, he's at best, in my opinion, sixth, maybe seventh best quarterback. I think you're just signing up for more mediocrity. But if you're a new head coach, Rich, at least maybe you're saying, hey, we're going to get O'Connell established. It's just got to be tight. I just can't imagine how a Vikings fan, and and I say this with the ultimate of respect, and I know it sounds very disrespectful, so I, I feel like I've just immunized myself from you know being critical, but I, I, the, you just said he's the seventh best quarterback in the NFC. You conclude the AFC as well, then you're, you're going to go at least half the league, right? This guy now gets a, a, a pay raise? And has fifty-five million guaranteed by next March. What does that say about the system of our league, well, then, Mike? Yeah, Rich, it's just it's a, a supply and demand with quarterbacks. I mean, Mitch Trubisky reportedly will be signing with Pittsburgh. If if Mitch Trubisky and Jameis Winston was in this year's draft, in my opinion, they'd be the first quarterback taken. So, Kirk Cousins to me is, as you just said, Rich, when you throw in the AFC somewhere in the middle. And that's what $35 million a year gets you. It gets you mediocrity. Um, but I guess the inverse is, if you don't have him, do you have any hope whatsoever? Is that his leverage? That with, Like a hostage taker? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, again, this is a leverage league. You got to have it or you don't. How does he keep having it? By saying, like, the, the alternative is worse? So you, you need to pay me like I'm Garrett Cole? I mean, it's all guaranteed, you know? Like, it's it's... it's <laughs> Right? It's kind of crazy. It really is. I, I think if you and I were running the Vikings, the honest, sober analysis is if we let him leave, right. we're going to be looking at the Mitch Trubisky's, Marcus Mariota's of the world, uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, and, and that group of quarterbacks. And then you start thinking to yourself, like, well, all right, if we can get the defense good enough and we got a great running back in Dalvin Cook, maybe we can you know, win 10 games and you know, sneak a playoff win, and all of a sudden we're sitting there in the top eight, and um, that's what we're looking at. Because, and again, that's why when we look at Trubisky or what's going on with Sean Watson, there's so much interest in these quarterbacks. Because while Rich, there's 32 teams, there just isn't 32 quarterbacks. Mike Tannenbaum here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, what do you make of the Trubisky signing um, in Pittsburgh? What do you think? I think the verb there has to be scour. I think we lost an all-time great in Roethlisberger. I think Trubisky is maybe the first step, but um, I've said this before. If I was Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert Rich, I'd have the world's shortest scouting trip, and I'd walk across that Pittsburgh practice facility, and I'd draft Kenny Pickett. And just because you have Trubisky, I keep going, because when you don't have one, you just got to keep adding one until you find one. So maybe it's Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, and now all of a sudden, hey, let's just keep adding good young players and see which one you know sticks. But I think it also says something a lot about 
they had no faith in Mason Rudolph as well. <laughs> so uh, I don't mean to laugh, but I just did. I'm sorry. So um, <laughs> you, that, that you could say that again. So Pickett's the best one, or you just like you just say him because he's there and you covet what you see, um, as opposed to Malika Willis. I mean, how do you how do you suss out the quarterback class coming in? Because I, I agree with you. I would said about uh, half an hour ago that Trubisky signing for two years means that the pa- the Steelers are absolutely going to use their first-round draft choice on a quarterback unless they're all gone by the 20th pick and they just, you know, Colbert just doesn't want to pull the trigger and waste any more draft capital on chasing somebody that he thinks isn't worth a higher pick than 20th overall. Yeah, I think that's right. I, like, for me, Pickett's the best quarterback Um and I don't think he's perfect, but I think he has a chance to be a Matt Ryan-type best-case scenario. He's a good athlete, had a really good year this year, good arm. He did have 27 fumbles. That does concern me. But he, he is the best quarterback, in my opinion. Um, don't know if he'll be there when they're picking. They may have to move up a little bit. And I think what they're doing is they're hedging. What they're saying is, like, because of the uncertainty of the quarterback position, where we're drafting, at least you know we feel like we've upgraded the position with Trubisky over um, – Mason Rudolph. Matt, Mike Tannenbaum here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's the 33rd team, Mike? What are you working on here, brother? What do you have? Yeah, I appreciate you asking me. It's a bunch sure. of uh, head coaches and GMs that get together and look at all the uh, issues around the league, and some go back, like Dan Quinn and Doug Peterson, and we put out uh, free content. We have a free newsletter, 33rdteam.com, and it's just a way to keep everybody informed and uh, get people's opinions that have uh, actually made the decisions. What if the league expands? Will you change your, your, the name of your organization? Will you do that? I own the rights to the 33rd team, so they'll have to... Damn straight, me. Mike. You call. You, you tell the NFL to back off, man. You tell them that. Okay. So it's sort of like a think tank or something like that? Because it involves exactly. graduate students, too. How can people get involved in this? How can they... Yeah, so you go to our board? website. We have students that we've uh, inter- that mentored with us and have gone on to the league and got internships with teams, and we take a lot of pride in placing a lot of men and women uh, in the NFL that have interned with guys like Doug Peterson and Dan Quinn, and uh, we're really proud of that. We're trying to help others get to where they want to go. What are the Jets going to do, Mike? What's going on? What do you think Joe Douglas is up to right now? they got a ton of cap space. they got a kid who they need to protect. Um, they got a, you got a left tackle who appears to be, you know, um, <laughs> the top two draft choices at uh, tackle in this year's draft weight combined because he's not uh, healthy. Uh, what what, do you, what what are they doing? What do you think the plan is here? I think for the Jets. I, I think it's got to be offensive line and corner. I just, you know, Rich, if you don't have answers at those two positions, you have no hope. And you know, maybe you sign a Carlton Davis and you draft another one like a Sauce Gardner, and now you look dramatically better. Um, it has to be a complementary approach. Like maybe you draft a tackle, sign a guard, um, and I think you have to get a pass rusher somehow, some way. Which this, as we know, this draft is loaded from your yes. alma mater. You know. Look, they're not going to get Hutchinson, but Abajo is really good. You know, there, there's a number of really good pass rushers, so they got to come out of this with with one in either free agency or the draft. So you think Hutchinson's first overall? So what, what do you think? Yes, I hundred percent. When, when I saw Cam Robinson get franchised, that told me everything I need to know. I'd be shocked if uh, Hutchinson from uh, your University of Michigan yeah, isn't you. Uh, the first pick overall. And then that makes what? Uh, that, that means Detroit goes O-line? Could they go Kyle Robinson and just kind of surprise people, take a safety that high? What do you think? Yeah, think? They, they could. I, I, I think when it's all said and done, they, they probably go Evan Neal. Uh, maybe it's a Quanu from NC State. And now you, you have your bookends with Panay Sewell. And, you know, that's sort of like the vision I would think that um, 
Dan Campbell would want in terms of the vision of his team. And now you fortified, you know, you have two blue chip tackles, and now whether it's Jared Goff or somebody else, you're, you're, you have a foundation to build off. Of. All right, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I meant Kyle Hamilton. I don't know why I said Kyle Robinson. You just said so. Um, so I'm just trying to see if the Jets have a shot at Trayvon Walker. What do you think? You think they do? I think so. I think there's a reasonable chance he'll be there, and I like his versatility. They're, they're going to have to move him around. He had a great workout. I don't know if he's just a natural edge, edge pass rusher, but you know he slid inside. He, he to me has really good interior pass rush, which we know is so important. Uh, something you know, obviously the Jets could use as well. And did Kayvon Thibodeau hurt himself? Not help himself? How do you categorize it with him not working out at the combine, Mike? I, I'd say this. If he had not worked out, Rich, I would have been okay with that. But apparently he told more than one team he was going to, and then he didn't, and that's problematic. Um, it's not the end of the road by any stretch. Right. I'm sure if he has a great workout at his pro day. But that is something that um, would bother me if he if he said one thing and for whatever reason got out on the field and decided to wait. But he's a great talent. He reminds me a little bit of Jason Taylor, his length, his get off. Yes. He's a very natural pass rusher. Wow. That's a heck of a guy to, 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 to uh, connect him with. Mike, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. Good luck with the 33rd team and look for my call as we get ready for the draft. Thanks for the call. So, sounds great. Really appreciate you having me. Always. That's Mike Tannenbaum right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll take your phone calls right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And look at the brackets, people. Oh, baby. Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming up in hour number three as well. The man who plays Negan in The Walking Dead. Diehard Seahawk fan. I know he's got a lot on his chest to get off. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, let's take some of your phone calls here. Let's go to Dan in Seattle getting set to talk a little bit of Seahawks in hour number three with Jeffrey Dean Morgan of uh, The Walking Dead joining us. But for the moment, it's Dan in Seattle. What's up, Dan? Yeah, uh, Rich, uh, I was thinking right when they traded uh, uh, Russell, I was a little surprised only because, uh, well, a lot of reasons, (laughs) because he ruined the team when that happened. But last year would have been a much better year to trade because there was everybody knew there were so many wonderful quarterback prospects. And this year it appears that everybody should have known that there's not much out there. That was the only thing. And the other real kind of a sidebar that people kind of forget is all the Seahawk 12s, all of us are heartbroken, but everyone seems to be so excited about the, tra- the trade in Denver and nobody seems to care about us. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was talking at length about, I, I, honestly, I'll be honest with you, Dan, I, I've been t- talking more about the Seattle end of things than the Denver end of things um, because, you know, it, this is the end of an era. And thanks for calling, Dan. 
this is the end of the era in Seattle. This is it. I mean, this is their their run. The run that started when Pete got there and the run that started when Marshawn Lynch got there and then the drafting of the Legion of Boom on top of the drafting of Russell Wilson in the round after Bobby Wagner getting drafted and then off you go. That was it. That was the... The secret sauce. That's what the Seattle fans were hoping for when Pete came off of campus at USC to go into the pros. That's what you were hoping for. You know, a defensively tough team that can run the ball down your throat and then an obviously talented young quarterback who could move around with his legs and then do that and make a Super Bowl and win it and then get back to another Super Bowl and almost win it. And then have several more successful years in a row in which you make the playoffs and win a game in it. I, I, I don't know if Russ wanted to get he wanted to get traded last year. I don't believe Seattle wanted to send him packing because they had just you know made the playoffs and they got DK and they got Tyler Lockett and they got Chris Carson and they got a new offensive coordinator from the Ram system and let's go to work. And then Russ gets hurt for the first time, and then it all falls apart. Now you move on, because Denver's like, here's all the draft choices you don't have. <laughs> Along with a kid that you might believe in, and Drew Locke and Noah Fant, and see how it works. Uh, you know, that's the Seattle end of things. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're taking some phone calls here on the program. Let's go to Travis in Washington State. What's up, Travis? Hey there, Rich. Thanks, thanks for the call again. I actually have a what's more likely for you. Ah. Sorry, Chris, kind of stepping on your oh, toes. Sorry, Chris. Oh, easy. So, yeah, yeah, coming in hot again. Uh, no Kyler heat this time. Um, so uh, I've been thinking a lot about where the NFC has kind of been going the last few weeks between Russell Wilson getting traded, Sean Payton, uh, quote-unquote, retiring, the Washington football team not getting a star quarterback. And it seems like the NFC teams are so top-heavy. You know, there's the four teams that are clearly the class of the NFC, Cowboys, uh, Bucks, Packers, and Rams. So my thought was, what's more likely, all four division winners in the NFC repeat, or one of the four completely miss the playoffs? Now, for an answer, Rich, I looked into this last night. The last team that all teams in a conference all repeated as division champions was hasn't happened since the realignment. It was in 77, 78, when actually all six divisions repeated. Well, I think you have your answer then, don't you? I don't know. What's more likely is that something that happens, uh, that happened the, the last time it happened was, um, you know, Jimmy Carter was president, or, <laughs> or you see a team that completely doesn't make the playoffs. Thanks for the well, call. What's the last time that a conference has been so uneven like this? I get, the AFC is top to bottom. I don't know. I would, I would, I would counsel against saying it's totally uneven. Let's see. And thanks for the call. Let's see if Deshaun Watson enters it because it sure looks like he's about yeah, to. That seems likely. You know, let's just talk about Deshaun Watson. I guess right here. Look, I, I have no idea what this guy did or what he didn't do. I don't know what's true and what's not anymore. And the fact that I'm saying that does not mean at all that I um, think Watson is a bad guy. Because I don't know people anymore, man. 
you don't know people anymore. We don't know people anymore. This world is so freaking crazy right now, and I think everybody feels it. It's spinning off its axis that somebody who looks like a dream come true, which Watson certainly looks like and still can possibly be. I have no idea. No idea. You know, he came into the league, looked like the dream come true at Michael Jordan in cleats. Is that what the phrase was from Dallas? Yeah, that's what people were saying. And then he remember he gave his first paycheck to all the workers at uh, the Texans facility because yep. of the because of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. Spectacular. And then I have no idea why in the world anybody needs as many masseuses as he apparently employed. Nobody, I, honestly, none of it makes sense. I have no idea. Bottom line is a grand jury, though, on Friday that we we're talking about on the show, grand jury on Friday in the state of Texas said there's no criminal activity here. So that's off the table. That's what it appears to be. Does it mean that he's innocent? It does not. It just means they did not have any evidence in front of them to hand in an indictment on a criminal behavior. So now teams that have been waiting to find out, is he going to be criminally liable for this? Have found out the answer is no. Certainly in that legal system, I don't know, is there a federal charge? Wasn't there some federal coming? I don't know if FBI was supposedly looking. There's just so much up in the air, and now's the time to start making a maneuver. Apparently tomorrow, he's take, Tuesday, he's taking depositions in the 20-plus civil suits that have been filed against him. You want to make an investment of draft capital that the Texans are talking about? you got to make some sort of Thelma and Louise hand grab and hit the gas pedal at this moment. Maybe a great bet, though, because if Watson is totally innocent and all of this has just been the worst perpetration of mass bogus lawsuits being filed against him, then it's not much of a risk. Then you're going to take somebody on, you'll deal with whatever PR hits are coming, and this will never happen again, and you might win championships with somebody who is so damn good. Or you'll find out something down the road. I don't know. Do you take that risk? Do you take that jump? That's the question. That's what's in front of all of these teams right now trying to do their due diligence. I know his agent said don't lo media shouldn't lose the same intensity because he had no criminal conviction placed against him. But that's why I'm so I'm I'm telling you with the same intensity he has no criminal charges that have been filed against him. But do you know anybody anywhere in, in this world anymore? Do you? And if you're an NFL team, do you take that jump? Looks like Carolina's going to. Looks like the Saints are going to. Who else? Because it's three first-rounders you got to cough up this year and then your next two. That is a huge haul. Huge. It's the great unknown right now. And the positive for a team is, is it could be the greatest unknown because what's real is that he is the guy that we all thought he was when he was drafted. And boy, what a jackpot that would be if you can get him at this age with a chip on his shoulder, ready to just come back and play football. I'm sure he is raring to go, raring to go. And I don't blame him for wanting to maybe meet with all the teams that want him. Might slow things up. Or the great unknown is you just don't know people anymore, man. And you're giving up all those draft choices for who knows what. Did you ever really know people, though? 
I guess. I mean, you, you could say that since the dawn of time, yeah, right? I mean, Adam and Eve or whatever. You, you don't, know, like yeah. you just don't know people. You can use your best judgment. You can, I'm just saying these days, I, I just, I don't know. You get lied to so many times and every single day. You see on your Twitter feed people saying things that you know are completely false because you saw it with your own two damn eyes. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. just like in this day and age, it's just totally crazy right now. So um, it's just the greatest unknown right now. And, and it could be very known. And we'll find out which team's going to go. But it's cl- time's, clock's kind of ticking. Kind of ticking since the new league year begins. We had our first bracket buster. Oh, yes. First bracket buster. His name is Tom Brady. (laughs) Brackets came out, and uh, Brady's like, I'm back. And it's just like, what brackets? 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 But the brackets are out. The field is set. set. You've got the uh, first four in. Don't call them playing games. Yeah. Tomorrow night? They are uh, um, starting the first round. It's Mar- uh, well, yeah, tomorrow, Mar- yeah, it's tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday? tomorrow. No, it's Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, Wednesday. Right? right? March 16th and 17th. That's it. So today's the 14th, isn't it? I can't keep track anymore. Today's the 14th. Yeah, 14th. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday. Pie day, Rich. 314. Wednesday yeah. and Thursday. Yeah, man. Here we go. Yeah, don't you remember the NCAA tournament flip to Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday? Remember that? That's still a thing? Clearly mm-hmm. looks like it. First round is March 18th, 19th. Second round is March 20th, 21st. I got that right here. I'm like, That's a terrible idea. Why would they do that? Is that what I got? Right here. No, I, I got that wrong. My bad. Oh, got really? The wrong bracket. What a dumbass. Oh, you're looking at the women's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got the brackets right here. First four is Dayton, March 15th and 16th. Yes, sir. That's what we got. There we go. My bad. So we got the brackets. What do we got here? Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and Kansas are your one seeds. Great. Look, I'll, I'll just get right to it. All here. ones to the final four. Yeah. I'll just oh, get yeah. to it. I'll just get to <laughs> it. Right. Don't do that. What are you guys think? Let me just get to it right here. I'll get, I'll get to it right here. I'll get to it right here. My alma mater's in. 11 seed. They're Ooh. not playing in. Indiana's got to play in, which is nuts. Indiana beats Michigan. They've got to play in. Texas A&M beats Auburn. They don't get in. My alma mater, just three games over 500, gets in. And they're taking on a Colorado State team at six seed that apparently faced only two tournament teams all year long. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But then again, I don't get the quad one wins and the quad two wins, the quad three wins, and the quad four wins. All I know is that uh, (laughs) we're a football school. <laughs> and um, we learned that and we'll see what we could do with this opportunity, man. Nine Big Ten teams, none of them higher than a three seed. All you folks at Texas A&M not getting in and seeing my school get in, you have every right to be pissed. And everybody at Indiana right now, as they're getting set to take on the uh, great, uh, the great uh, uh, school that uh, used to. Put Fennis Dembo out on the court, Wyoming. <laughs> you should be pissed too. You got to play in while Michigan, who lost to you, and then you beat Illinois. You've got to play yeah. in, and Michigan just sits back. We're automatically in. By the way, in Indianapolis, where we should have a nice home court advantage against Colorado State. I don't get it. I don't understand it. The only thing I can possibly say about it that would absolutely piss everybody else off is we're Michigan, and we got a ton of people that are going to watch. watch. 
Yep. We got a ton of people that are going to watch that Michigan Colorado State game will absolutely have a higher rating than Indiana Colorado State. And I kind of feel like a cowboy fan right now. I've got no leg to stand on except saying we're popular and suck it. That's basically it, right? Am I wrong? It's true. No, probably. But it's true. So, you know, if you're coming at me about all this, I apologize. But just let me keep walking past you in the handshake line because other than that, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Too soon. All right, some stuff going down. What do you got for me? Ted Karras goes to the Bengals, another offensive lineman for Cincinnati. He had a good year in New England last year. Okay. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, the offensive lineman for Washington, he's going to Jacksonville. All right, you know what that tells me? Aiden Hutchinson, number one. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. You got Cam Robinson and you got Aiden Hutchinson coming because you got uh, Brandon Sheriff coming too. So they're going to go, they're going free agency to hit the line. Oh, boy. Here we go, huh? Yeah. Anything else going on? Brandon Scherf. Uh, some baseball news. Kind of a big story. Not sure if you saw it, Rich. Fernando Tatis, broken wrist. Oh. He's out two to three months. Jeez. Now, when did he fracture his wrist? Uh, unclear. He has not spoken. Oh. Kevin AC had the report today. It's like, like, kind of like Michael Thomas. Like you had all offseason to get that thing fixed and then you wait till the last second to get that thing fixed or oh man yeah that's bad news for us by the way just us baseball yes man you want to see fernando tatis out there slam diego amazing poor padres fans two months will go by quick though dj dj was telling telling me at the combine you know my team's finally really really good and we got ourselves a lockout (laughs) <laughs> well, DJ, lockout's over, but now you got no Tatis until when? June? Yeah. Pretty much? Pretty much. Yeah, two or three months. Okay. What are your Red Sox doing? Anybody? Anybody coming? Really? Doesn't seem like it. You know what? The Yankees made that trade. They sent away Gio Urshela and... Um, your boy Gary Sanchez? Right. For... Um, the bringer of rain. The bringer of rain. And they got a shortstop, too. Yeah, Kiner Falifa. He's yep. good. Isaiah Kiner Falifa. And then you got a kind of a backup catcher. By the way, I cannot wait for uh, John Sterling's home run call. <laughs> of Kiner Falifa. What are you going to say? I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, don't even, I can't even come up with one right now. Something. Kiner Falifa's corner. I don't, Kiner. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Should we come up with suggestions? Is it off of falafel? Could it be like a... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's for breakfast? Oh, my God. It is high. It is far. It is kiner filet time. I don't know. 